Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, Nick. I podcast. I write for a local publication. I collect typewriters and post about that online. I dabble in public speaking. But I don't really want to be famous because it just doesn't seem that fun. Join me and Bob for this episode about seeking fame and tell all your friends. I did want to bring something up. So we uh, talked about the bat that you had in your room yeah, on vacation. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about the guy who came out and got yeah, at the cowboy the hero. Yeah. and how he may have trained the bats <laughs> to do that so that he could be the hero. I knew, I knew you were going to go back to training the bat. So, but what <laughs> happened was I was like, you know, what that made me think of was the television show and I was doing the outro for it, I think. And I was like, that is something I would have wanted to learn as a kid so that I could go on. That's incredible. Do you remember that show? Oh, with John Davidson. With, yeah. And there were a number of other people on oh, that so show, Oh, so many too, hosts but, came through. But there was also but, real people and stuff right. like that. So late 70s, early 80s television shows where you would just go on. It was almost like a Stupid uh, Human Tricks on I David I loved Letterman. that show. I oh, looked it was great. forward to that show. I wanted to go on it so bad. I didn't necessarily want to train animals and go on it. I wanted, I was very good at riding my big wheel. So I wanted to go on and ride my big wheel. Could you do the circle spin on your big wheel when oh, you yeah. slam on the brake? Yeah. That was impressive. I had the big green machine. I had that guy oh, with the things on I was, it. Yeah. I was too old for that one. But I but I rode on them sometimes because yeah. and people kept saying, You're too big for that. But they okay. were cool. Uh, and I wanted to like do jumps and go through a ring of fire or something like that. I just that was my dream when oh. I was a kid. I I wonder how many kids had like a similar dream of just being famous. I always wanted to show up in the nick of time, like show up when two big bullies are beating up on a little kid. And then, you know, I get to show you my karate. Oh, sure. It's like, but to, to have that moment where you're recognized as incredible, hear it. right? Yeah. Extraordinary. Yeah. Cause, uh, and what happens to that? Cause I think at some point we tend to want to become like the crowd, you know, as opposed to, to stand out. Right to because that's what you look talking about in those moments. You're talking about I want to st- I want people to look and go. Yeah, that kid is amazing, right? And yet, as we get older and older, I think we all still want people to say it, but I don't think we work towards it as much. <laughs> I don't know that you really work towards it on your big wheel, but you know I don't know that we work towards it as much, uh, or we self defeat ourselves in saying I'm not really amazing, or too many people are looking at me. I'd rather be. Oh, part of the background. I see what you're saying now. I think that part of that is how we treat fame nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't necessarily want to get a ton of recognition for what I do. Not that I do anything that's that extraordinary, but I just don't want to be famous because then people pick at you. That is is something that I've grown to realize more and more is that the more people I'm exposed to and the more people who are exposed to my message and what anything I do the more opportunity there are for people to break you down mm-hmm. and to take you down. Kim Kardashian got like really nasty booed at a, at a baseball game recently. She went to a baseball game. Now, mind you, she's an incredible attention seeker. But when I heard the level of vitriol and the boos toward this human being, I felt bad for the human being. I'm like, despite all of that outer glory and beauty and makeup and Botox and whatever else has gone into what it what is Kim Kardashian? There's a human being. Was that little kid? Maybe still is that little kid that yeah. just wants people to look and say, "Wow, you're amazing," you know. So I, I felt that a little bit. I don't see uh, Kim Kardashian as being a, a malicious human being. 
you know, I feel differently about a, a Donald Trump in that instance, or yeah. even a Kanye West, who yeah. has become a truly malicious force. And I think, I think he's mentally ill, but I also think we got to separate out mentally ill and mentally ill and malicious because we give, we give a free ride to the diagnosis of mentally ill too often. Like talk about the Parkland shooter, you know, was he, you know, was he doomed in the tomb or in was he womb. doomed in the doomed to the womb? <laughs> Maybe he should be doomed to the tomb, right? Doomed in the womb or was he created, you know, or did he create himself? Did the system it, fail him? Is he responsible for it? Yeah. And, and the thing is this, that human being is clearly mentally ill. But not all people who are mentally ill pick up a rifle and go kill a bunch of kids. Yeah. And I think we've got we've to differentiate that because what's happening is the stigma for mental illness is taking a hit uh, because everyone just says, oh, well, this person who killed all those people is mentally ill. Right. It goes beyond that. Mentally ill is different than mentally ill and dangerous. Mentally ill is different than mentally ill and armed. You know, I mean, I feel like there are a lot of variables that go in, but we put it all in the handbasket of mentally ill and say, all right, well, that's not me. So I feel okay about that. And the reality is there are a lot of people who are experiencing mental illness around this country who aren't picking up guns and hurting people who are just hurting, you know, and uh, I feel for those people when I hear the, the media just talk about the, the mental illness of this killer or that killer. Well, I think there's, it's taken a long time. It is something we should have done in the first place. It's it's a lot of, you know, looking at these things and going, duh, mm. right? Like, you know, if you look at the police force, like something that Orlando, city of Orlando is doing, is they just uh, extended, I think, their pilot program of mental health professionals that go on 911 yeah, I saw calls. A I saw a headline on that, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there are things like that that I think that can be done. And here's the thing, we, we will never know if this prevents a shooting. Right. Because no one's going to say, oh, or with any, you know, like without some sort of time machine to say, okay, this works this way. Mm -hmm. Or unless we find the multiverse and we can go into different, you know, versions of Earth and test things out or see what they did and then bring right. it back, you know. And that's all ridiculous. But we know that it helps. We know that they went on during the first phase of this program, we know that they went on 1,300 calls. Wow. Instead of, police nice. so the police could do the things that they needed to do and these mental health professionals could handle these things or you know figure out how to handle these it's things a beautiful separation it. of power honestly yeah. and truly i think this is one of the best things we've done for community policing because we're it, it's the cops were the hammer right and when the only tool that you have is a hammer all your problems look like nails and I'm just saying that we now have a more appropriate tool for that specific need in our community, and that delights me. Because we need people with sensitive hearts to be able to go out there, and sensitive hearts and a knowledge of mental illness, right. to go out there and assess the situation and determine whether or not we need to bring in the guns or we need to bring in the ambulance. I mean, I feel like this is a, it's a good thing. So I, I like that, and I hope they get positive feedback and they get enough reinforcement that they continue it because cops showing up to sick people's homes to try to resolve issues, it, ha it hasn't been working. Well, I think we have to think about change and instead of just change, instead of it being different, it's iterative. Mm. So it's not we're completely throwing out the baby with the bathwater, we're completely doing everything differently. We're just making a small tweak to something that continues to happen every day. Yes. Um, and maybe it's because I've worked on magazines and, 
you know, uh, the big thing where I did uh, you know, sales, for mm. lack of a better term, was in college admissions. It's like, we have three starts a year. So something that I did to this start to affect it in some way, I can either do it again in the next one or I can do something different in yep. the next one. What do you want to carry forward? Right. Right. I do an exercise called Start, Stop, Change, Continue with organizations. And the whole thing is, look, if you decided that you want to go in this direction, what are the things that you're not doing right now that you need to start doing? What are the things that you're doing right now that you need to stop doing to yourself? And uh, what other things do we need to change? And then what are the things we want to carry forward? What are the things that we know we did well that we need to keep doing? Yeah. And it's amazing how just that simple, incisive thinking gets people to go, oh, all right, <laughs> you know what we need to do now. Yeah. You know, we just need to pick off this list and start something. Right? But I'm also a, a believer in, and I think you are too, of just start anywhere. Start stumping somewhere and then refine it as you go. Hi friends, it's Bob. It's often amazing to me how Nick and I can start an episode on one topic and end in a completely different place in time. I like that this conversation ended with the concept of starting anywhere. It's not often that you end with a start, but then again, is there a better place to start something than at the end of something else? We think not. So go forward, dear listener, and start it up. We'll catch you next time.